Welcome to the Merge Boot Podcast. It seems today that all you see is Survivor on Paramount Plus and podcasts on your phone. But you better be ready. I'm Joel Edmiston. I'm Cody Crane. We all have one thing in common. We want to talk about Survivor. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Hello. Um, uh, we're here. We're drafting our uh, our friggin' um, t- fantasy teams for season forty-two of Survivor. Cody, are you excited? It, yeah, I'm so excited. It it almost seemed like you didn't know what we were gonna do today. <laughs> I didn't plan out what I was gonna say, so I added a friggin' in there while I I, that's, I remembered that's what I wanted the, to say. Called the Jay Baruchel Improv Comedy School. I have I haven't watched <laughs> la- last one laughing yet, but I have heard that he says fucking a lot for no reason on the on the show. I think that's just him. I uh, I think he proved it on the set of Goon, and now that's just his style. Mm-hmm. Well, um, so. Uh, we have a couple of guests here who have who, as always, have joined us for our uh, our our fantasy drafts. Please, uh, we'll 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 introduce them one by one. Ryan ha- Ryan Quinn is here. Ryan, how's it going? Oh, it's going real well. It's uh, happy to be here. Uh, happy to hopefully make some fantastic picks tonight. Mm-hmm. Love this cast. Me Love too, you folks. It's uh, it's an honor and a privilege. And I'm chuffed. You you should say introduce him as past winner. He won last season. Reigning and champion. I, and did he not win the season forty? Do you, we don't need to. We don't need to discuss that far back. But pretty pretty great record overall. Yeah, if I may, mm-hmm. it, it's getting too good. <laughs> um, and uh, as always, we have frequent guest and um, COVID denier Chris George. Yeah, yeah. Hey, you friggin' uh, yeah. How did I do, Joel? Is that a good, good intro? And by <laughs> and when I when I call you a COVID denier, it's not that you reject the idea that COVID exists. It's that you are den- you have COVID and you are and I've been denied entry to yes. the the actual podcasting. So I'm yeah. I'm hidden away at home. Hmm. Hmm. Chris, do well, you like the cast? Uh, I do. You, you know what? I I think in I think season 41, I liked more just from my initial impressions. But, you know, I'm ready to be proven wrong. I'm ready to drop the four minus a one mm-hmm. and, and it be survivor one again. Yeah. So, <laughs> Or is he going to say drop the four, keep the two? It's we're in the Australian act outback. Now. Outback. And then the, and then the, the, the backdrop's going to fall down behind them. Yeah. And they're going to actually be in Australia, not Fiji. And then uh, we got a great reward challenge where Keith Famey shows up, shows up in a boat. <laughs> we both get game advice from Keith Famey. Teaches, teaches them how to make uh, fried green tomatoes. Yeah. <laughs> I, so, I'm really excited for this uh, fantasy today. So, yeah, we did our cast assessment last week and we uh, got our initial impressions out there. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we don't have to spend too much time introducing ourselves to in the past. We've used this as a cast assessment, but we're just going to, we might rush through a couple of them, but uh, we're, we're, we'll, we'll have a conversation about every single pick. Eh? Well, yeah, of course, because Ryan and Chris weren't a part of that. And we've done a little more research than last time, which I had no research. Last yeah, I'm time. just looking at it. 
and saying, uh, I don't know. <laughs> hey, Cody was like, Cody's like, it'll be fun. Uh, it will get my first impressions as it happens. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> it's a lot of reading. <laughs> yeah, that's what people want. They want someone to read to them. No, it was a, it was a good episode. We had a lot of good feedback. Um, but uh, today we'll we'll talk even more about the, uh, who we like and yeah. and we'll, yeah. we'll we'll all give our winner picks at the end of the the draft as well. So what we have here is a snake draft, like we did in a previous year um, and previous years. So basically, how it's going to go is the picks are in this order as randomly generated beforehand. Joel. Ryan, Chris, Cody, and then it will snake so far and so forth. Right. Um, so I think we should just jump right into it and get started because this is probably going to be a bit of a long one. Mm-hmm. So my first pick. You've you got a lot of are, pressure. There's no David Voce to, to grab. I know. Uh, you guys are going to think this is nuts, but... He's not a first round pick, but I think he's a second round pick. <laughs> and you got to get him now. And so I have to get him down because he's the one I most want on my team. Uh, <laughs> and I'm picking Mike Turner. Hoboken oh, Mike. my good. Cody freaking called it. <laughs> <laughs> Mike so, Turner. Let's get a round table here for uh, Mike Turner. And Joel, you can go last because you're going to be tooting this guy's horn the most. I love him so much. Uh, Chris, what do you think about this pick? Um, Mike was in my bottom four choices. So this tracks for Joel picks because that was also (laughs) David Voce last season. Uh, I have no doubt that uh, Joel will be picking the rest of the four as this draft (laughs) proceeds. I think, I mean, I like, I I think he's funny. I I like his, I I like his accent. Um, That's all I got to say about Mike. I'm sorry. I just know I'm going to love him. I, okay, sorry, <laughs> sorry. I, we're going out of order. Ryan, what are you thinking? Yeah, Mike was, uh, Mike was in my bottom one. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, listen, I can't get behind Mike thinking Boston Rob is still the metric for how to play a really great game of Survivor. <laughs> right? I, I, I'm out on, uh, I'm very much out on Mike Turner, I think. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Could have saved Cody. Was he your first or second pick? Uh, no, he's 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 a he's I got him a little bit higher than I think everyone else does. Because I, I think, mean, we I think love we, him, we love yeah, him. I think we got a character here, but he's around the middle. Um, I definitely think you could have got him in the eighth round. Oh, yeah, darn you. Could well, anyway, I'm, you fifth. know what. I think it's I think it's 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 on brand for me to pick Mike Turner first. Okay, that's why I did it. And I, I, you guys know, I don't really give a shit about fantasy. I don't do this to win. I do it so I, I can root for the people I want to root for. That's and, true. And number we, one is see Mike the scores Turner for me. The scores uh, result in pretty much exactly that. See, you're, you're talking trash, but I do, I'm not competitive about this, so it doesn't bother me. <laughs> yeah, it's just that it sucks that the people you want to root for the most are out so early. It, it does disappoint <laughs> me. You're right. <laughs> no, I think that's a really it is, it is disappointing. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I hope Mike Turner goes far for you, Joel. Um, I, I know you guys were mentioning that you hoped he would be the Brad Reese of the season, and I, I think uh, that's a, a lofty name to live up to. But well, 
I know he in his profile he mentioned Boston Rob, but in his interview with Mike Bloom, he mentions uh, how he wants to play like Ty and Tony. So that means we got an idol hunter on our in our midst. That's true. I did like when he said, oh, I, "I like Ty, even though we flip flopped." I I don't think he really he really felt like he, but he it was he wasn't he wasn't justifying that the flip flop was strategically accurate. He was like, "Ty really felt loyal to both sides, and that's what I want to do: feel really loyal to both sides and and be completely split every time." What I like about Mike though is that he seems to just like want to, and and I I'm not I'm not arguing that this is good strategy. I'm arguing that I just want to see it. Um, that, uh, he, he seems to be this kind of tough exterior guy and, uh, and kind of funny voice and all this stuff. But he, 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 the reason he admires Ty is because Ty has such a big heart and feels so bad when he's blindsides people and blah, 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 like just wants to make people happy that sort of way. And, uh, and Mike's just out there to, uh, to discover himself, like have a, to, to find himself is is a is a fun a fun thing to track i think and again i don't i he's not my winner pick i just want him on my team and i would you, be heartbroken if he wasn't on my team you made sure there. that he's on your team and you definitely did that right now yep and i mean yeah i think um ryan and i were looking at everyone uh very closely before this and uh we were saying that mike is has to be in the, like the top 3 i think for uh, like strength as the males go, um, as it seems like that's not a big casting choice for this season. Yeah, not um, a lot, not a lot of brawn and not a lot of beauty. Not a lot of beefy, beefy boys. Oh, there's a lot of beauty. I think there's quite a bit of beauty in this cast. Oh, really? I think. I mean, not that there. There's there's <laughs> more. There's more people who are cute than hot. If we're going by the LJ thing, there's more cute than hot. Am I right about that? The classic LJ meter. Okay. Mm. I think every person in this cast is actually incredibly hot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, every anyway. person looking at their face has made me feel things that I have never felt before. Well, hopefully. Sore, sore throat, diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> this cast gave me COVID. <laughs> I'm, I'm wondering if uh, Ryan's pick will make him feel things right now. Uh, my... <laughs> Pick I'm does worried. make me feel make me feel things. Uh, listen, I'm taking a slightly different uh, strategy than Joel. I'm picking players who I think will get me maybe a lot of points, <laughs> maybe who will allow me to do well in this draft and overall. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go first pick. I'm gonna go Jenny Kim. Oh, All and right. the, there is a resounding silence. Big even even a, even larger than when Voce was chosen. <laughs> really? Are we all I, out? Are we all out? I on don't Jenny? think you needed to do that first round, dude. Yeah. Are we all? I out like on her, Jenny? but I Joel, don't know. why don't you kick this one off? Uh, Jenny, Jenny seems Jenny seems like cool, and she's probably a great person. But I don't know that she's. I just I see her butting heads with people early on. I see her as a pre-merged boot. Um, she just, uh, I think she, she, she wants to be a leader and, uh, I don't know if there's, there's a lot of strong personalities on her tribe that I, I don't know that everyone's going to be like susceptible to her as a leader and she can be 
Well, Hoboken Mike is on the same tribe, so we have two Vati right in a row. Yeah, you're just worried that she and she's going to take all the focus away from Mike, which you know she might. Hey, <laughs> I, 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 again, I, I don't want to sound like I'm being negative about her. I can't wait to see her on the island. Uh, she's going to be a great TV, but uh, I, I, I just I, I didn't think that she was going to do well in the game. See, for me, I'd be more worried that she's not going to be great TV. I'd be more worried that this is more of a, uh, she seems great. She seems nice and everything like that. Um, and she had a couple lines in her video. But overall, I'm not seeing someone that pops off the screen to me that I'm going to see a lot during the show. But it is someone that could potentially win. So I think that there is that potential there. Yeah, I, what, what I do like about about her is that in her her little video, she said like, "Oh, I come from a very perfectionist family. Like everything had to be perfect." And I know coming out here, I, it won't be perfect, but I'm still going to like make my way through it. So I, I like that sort of uh, can-do attitude. But she wasn't necessarily on my radar. Once Mike was removed, she was in my bottom four. <laughs> <laughs> um, once Mike was removed, wow. Um, well, all right, Chris, let's see who's in your top. Well, I want to hear Ryan. Well, yeah. Well, Ryan, say why, there, right. he, why he picked her? No, yeah, we, I mean, I think there's, a lot, I, <laughs> I think there's a lot of upside to Jenny. Uh, she's a metal worker, good with her hands, eye for detail. I mean, I, I just don't see Jenny as anyone outwardly threatening, but someone who can hold her own in every aspect of, of the game. Um, I love that. She's self-aware of her her leadership tendencies and she wants to examine those and take a different approach to it. Um, I'm I'm really excited to watch Jenny this season. Yeah, I do, I'm I wonder how her tribe dynamic will. That, one of the reasons why I wasn't interested in her is because I'm not sure if she'll be a large part of the tribe dynamic at the very beginning or if she'll get uh, pushed to the sidelines soonish. So that's that was my hesitancy on her. But you know what? Ryan Quinn uh, has won this bracket, this tournament, two years in a row now. So, yeah. uh, And we've chuckled a lot over your yeah. picks. We all have. I'm, all I'm saying is if you're listening to this podcast and the premiere has not aired yet and you have $200, <laughs> go put $200 on Jenny Kim <laughs> to win this season of Survivor. You, you did I have- will. And if you're listening to this podcast and you'd like to take that bet, I will give you... Three to one odds. I I think that historically, though, Ryan, what's caused you to win is that your late picks have been your big hitters. <laughs> is that a fact? A, a is drafting, that true? <laughs> yeah, Erica was one of your last picks. That that is true. Mm-hmm. I think I think Tony was a late pick yeah. for me as well. Oh, Tony yeah. was a late pick. You yeah. got no, Tony no. Late. I I remember in particular from that draft. Tony, oh, Tony was, was second. Yeah, Tony was, was your second. second. Yeah. And I want it, and that's that's why I picked Mike first this time, because I didn't want to make that mistake again. Because I didn't, that, I that didn't make scarred, that scarred Joel to the point where he had to take a Vulcan Mike first overall. <laughs> well, we've got quite a few Tonys or Tony admirers in this cast, so I think you may be able to fill up a team of Tonys. Yeah, you got Island <laughs> of the Tonys here. Uh, Chris, where are you going for your first pick? All well, of them are on the board for well, you. So. All of them are on the board. I am thrilled that I'm getting this person. I hope I am pulling this person out of Cody's grasp uh, because Cody had the audacity to rig this draft order and serves him right. 
because I am so excited to root for and cheer on my girl, Marianne. She she was pretty high for me. The Ajax assassin. You heard it here first. That was someone that was, I'll, I'll kick this one off. That was someone that was pretty high for me. I, I like Marianne a lot. I think that uh, she, she really pops in the interviews that I've seen so far. And uh, yeah, I, I'm really excited. Out of the Canadians on this show um, this season, this is the Canadian I wanted. Uh, yeah, I think she has a lot of personality and uh, uh, she's going to be really fun out there. And I can't wait to see her on that that old TV screen every Wednesday at eight. And she's a tabletop uh, tabletop gamer. You bet she is. Yeah, this is this is a good pick. This is a very good pick. I love that she wants to go out there and play like Davy. I think that's a, an underrated player to go out there and want to sort of emulate. That's why they call her Magical Marianne. <laughs> Mevious, Mevious Marianne, mischievous, mischievous. <laughs> we got there together. I made up a word, and you, yeah. you, you met me there. Yeah, <laughs> um, um, yeah, I, yeah. I'm so thrilled. I'm so thrilled to get her. Uh, she, she may not have been my first pick, just based on like her bio. But then when watching uh, the cast interviews and just their their vibe in terms of how they answer the questions. Um, of like, what's your most embarrassing moment? All the stuff that's on EW right now. That's was my little insight into people's uh, psyches. I, I don't know. She seems really calm and composed, uh, even though I remember, I think I remember her face uh, in the preview. I think she will be part of finding the beware advantage, but not actually get to find it. But her ally will. If, uh, if my preview remembrance is correct, because there was a big, big gasp on her face. And that, and, and that big gasp, I was like, uh-oh, maybe she's going to crack under pressure. But I don't know, the way she answered her questions made me feel like she had grace, poise. And I made the mistake last year of not getting in my Canadians on my team. And I'm not going to let that happen this time. I we, wanted to get the best of the bunch. And I think that's Marianne. So we, now I can get some Americans and, you know, whatever. We absolutely disrespected Erica last draft. So <laughs> I'm glad that we're not doing the same to Marianne. I yeah. did call Erica the greatest survivor player of all time. I stand by that in 2022, the way I spoke it in 2021. <laughs> hey, you're just saying that because you know she might be listening. <laughs> what what I love about Erica that that blew me away just to just to talk about Erica for a second is that her deliberately using like more often in her natural speech throughout the game so that people would uh, not know how great a communicator she was. I think that is next level. That is commitment to the long game. And it makes me bow down. And it, and it lessens the sting that I won't be the uh, the first Canadian winner of Survivor a little bit. Uh, if it can go to someone like that. So, um, well, here we go with mine. I get uh, two in a row now. And I mean, I have to go. And I'm not going for winner picks. I'm like Joel, but I am going for points because I'm setting myself with a person that has the goal of winning the most challenges ever. And I believe that he can do it. His pet peeve is wearing shirts. I'm choosing Jonathan Young, baby. 
Wow. As your first pick. As my first. It's, I, don't get an, I don't get another set of picks until 12 and 13, and Jonathan's not going to be down there. He I would say would be. all four of our picks are not your typical first-round picks. <laughs> I, I also have to say that Jonathan was so far off my list that I could only have 17 tabs open of their bios on my browser so I could see their names. This so, I, so I cut Jonathan. I specifically left him off because I was like, okay, I'm not picking him. No chance. This isn't true. Uh, Ryan, surely he wouldn't have made it to 12 or 13. Why don't you kick this up? Yeah, yeah. Jonathan probably would have been maybe my second round pick. I mean, we spoke about it briefly that there's not a ton of male brawn in this cast. You got to bet on if Jonathan makes it to merge, he's winning a few challenges. And I, I don't think he's going to be socially uh, a big part of the strategy, but I think he's going to be a part of someone's alliance. I think he's going to make it to merge, and I, I don't think he's going to have to wear a shirt. So I think he might, he might thrive out there. <laughs> um. So my thing with Jonathan is I think he will make the merge because they're going to be afraid of a swap the whole time. So they won't do that like classic vote the big guy out right before the, right before the merge or the swap. Um, uh, So I think he will make the merge. And if he is as good as his, as uh, at individual challenges, as he believes he is, he, he, he still, he might, you know, make an impact, but it's the sort of thing. Like as soon as he doesn't win, he's getting voted out. Um, Chris, I guess you already touched on uh, yeah, it. Yeah, I just, I just think we've seen his archetype. He says who, who he wants to play like. He's like, yeah, I want to play like Ozzy. Wow, you want to play like a guy who played four times and never won. You just want to focus on fishing and winning challenges, and, and that's it. And jacking and, off on the rocks. Yeah, and, and getting off on rocks and starting your OnlyFans career and having Cody be your only patron under 100 different email addresses. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. that's what Jonathan Young aspires to be. It's good to see that he he's he's reaching out to his core audience, Cody. Mm. You know, maybe Cody will sign up for his OnlyFans later on down the line. But I think oh, if if Jonathan has has uh, an OnlyFans down the line, we are subscribing to that, hit hitting that <laughs> button so hard. I I will say that everyone and their dog knew Jonathan would be my first round pick. Um, I I think that. It's as clear as day. Do I like a beefcake? Certainly I do. <laughs> I, I, I like to think Jonathan. Yeah. He said, Ozzy, who got a lot of points. Ozzy. Right. He also said, Joe, he said, he said, yeah, I still really love Joe. Joe got a few points, but Jonathan, he, um, I, I found his video. He had enough personality and everything. Well, so he, he does have an only fans. Uh, yeah he, and he showed a lot of personality that's where i did all of my research he's the only person i saw anything on a lot of personality and a lot of feet pics yeah. which is great <laughs> um but the other uh thing is with jonathan i also went with the strategy of who you see in the preview and that's who you're getting uh confessionals are of in the preview to this season um also i want to say that with Jonathan, he reminds me of someone that shattered the record of fantasy uh, points ever 
And that's Grant. He got more than anyone's ever got. That's canon. Yeah, you know, that's that's true, eh? Yeah. Grant. I, I think he got 2,000 confessionals in that season. Grant, uh, one of the... <laughs> Not the sorest loser to Boston Rob, but one of them. <laughs> yeah, he didn't even want to be friends with Rob afterwards. Yeah. Imagine what what uh, um, Jonathan's going to be like to Mike when Mike wins and Mike cuts him at final five. <laughs> I don't think uh, Mike will ever meet Jonathan. Uh <laughs> Uh, but then my second pick. Oh, yeah, you get back to back. Yes, I get back to back here, which clearly, Chris, you don't have to worry about. I'm not. Yeah, um, this has been an easy breezy draft. So once again, I'm not going for winner here. I'm doing a money ball strategy. I got the challenge beast. Now I need someone that's going to pick up the confessionals for me. And that's why I have to go to the same tribe again, which I think is the winning tribe which we've already seen Marianne gone. We've seen Jonathan. And now I have to go with Jackson. Yeah. I figured you'd pick Jackson. Well, Chris, I think I took someone that you wanted here. So why don't you speak on it? Uh, no, actually uh, I, I like Jackson, but my concern, and I was thinking about this, I believe Jackson is going to go the way of the genie machine in which oh. I love genie before, like pre pre, airing of the of the premiere pre-premiere i love genie i was so high on genie genie was my winner pick because uh someone else had picked uh ricard but <laughs> um but i i really wanted to see genie machini do incredibly well i was like oh there's such great personality here and i just don't see i see jackson wanting to play a very loyal game and i think when you drop the four and keep the two you, you can't uh you can't do it so I, jackson's gonna get hoisted by his own loyalty or maybe jackson's gonna be the next colby mm, well speak on that speak, speak, well speaking of being hoisted by your own loyalty there you go not a winner and then jackson will be in red eye too <laughs> <laughs> Um, I like Jackson. Jackson was definitely on my list, and uh, obviously, I like his uh, Pennywise tattoo and all those horror characters all over his body. I, I, I quite like that, and it makes me excited. It makes me want to turn off the TV and stop watching Survivor and watch a horror movie. And uh, maybe, so maybe it would be good if Jackson was voted out early, so I don't <laughs> keep wanting to watch Frankenstein or um, or Hellraiser. Yeah, you got so excited about Jackson's tattoos. You said, that's my person. I thought you were going to pick Jackson first. No. In the end, I, I agree with you about the genie machine of it all. I'm trying to think of other analogs. You know, uh, yeah. voted out early or, or either voted out early or just like so loyal or and so like a Tom Laidlaw type um, kind of doesn't get many confessionals, but maybe is on screen for the B-roll of, you know, washing a pot in the, the ocean um, or something like that. Um, I, I think that if you look at the tribes here, that Taku is the strongest looking tribe. Well, I agree. And that's why they're not going to get any confessionals. Well, yeah, but it, it, in the later half, I'm really going to do well. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't know. I think it was a lot easier to get rid of Genie Machini as a challenge liability, a less of a physical threat than it will be to get rid of Jackson, who is arguably in the top three brawniest men in the in the in the season. Well, Genie was kept around for uh, Genie was the last pre-merge yeah, boot. Genie Genie was a freaking tank. Genie only fell because of Ricard and Shan's unbreakable bond. But Jeannie didn't have uh, Southern hospitality, which Jackson does have. And if we know anything about Survivor, they feature Southern hospitality. That's true. I mean, I, I hope Jackson is great TV. Jackson is one of the people who I am potentially the most excited to watch. But uh, I didn't think I would end up putting him on my team. That's, that's fair. Yeah, I, I like this uh, Jackson pick. I'm going... Based off of, I think Taku's going to do well, and I think that Jackson is a personality, and I think that that's someone that is going to be likable that we'll see last quite a while until people go, well, we can't go to the end with Jackson. We all like him. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I I mean, I to me, I'm about a strunk away from having a hat trick right now. <laughs> <laughs> in terms of people you want on your team yeah really gotta uh, stop looking at those feet picks <laughs> i'll 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 make everyone a deal um i'll pick strunk as my third choice just so it's right before cody gets to choose again <laughs> no, don't do it uh chris it is you now though yeah so see this is what i'm trying to consider so i have i get to choose and then i have to wait four people before i get to choose again so but we all seem to have completely different lists. So I'm, de- yeah, I'm deciding if, if I can, if I can delay picking Strunk because I would really like Strunk on my team and, uh, and, and could pick someone else or if I should just go for the Strunk of it all. <laughs> oh, see, this is very tough. Um, I think the only thing for sure is that we all want to ignore the tribe Ika. <laughs> it certainly seems that way, doesn't it? <laughs> you know what? I'll take my chances. I think I want this person a bit more than Strunk, even though Strunk is higher on my list right now, but I'm making a, I'm making a call. I'm going to pick high as my Damn second it. pick. Damn it. Fuck. Fuck. Should have picked high first. Yes, so. <laughs> okay, Joel, uh, why are you so upset? Oh, well, High was going to be my winner pick. Um, I like High. I like uh, the way he talks, and uh, he reminds me of Erica. And uh, in this 26-day game where everything is out front, everything is very fast, there's no downtime, all the big threats are going to get out. And then the, the person who was quietly making decisions and making small moves but important moves and making relationships along the way that just skated under the radar. He's good. People are at final four. They're going to look around and see high and be like, Oh shit. And I just, I just feel like that's, that's high's trajectory. And if it's anything like season 41, it, it it's going to happen like that. In my opinion, that's, that's what I see for high. I mean, I don't see any pull up Guinness world records attached to high, but <laughs> well, but I couldn't pick Jonathan. That's, that's the um, reason. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, high also would have been my winner pick uh if I'm being honest here. Uh 
super self-aware, great speaker. I mean, I, I, I see high making it to the end nine times out of 10 games. Look at that. We agree on we, the three of us We've, agree on something. Wow. Kobe, I mean, how did you feel about high? I have high pretty low on mine, to be honest. Um, <laughs> high yeah. high on mine. Yeah, I, I, I didn't uh, think too much about high. I think that Joel brings up a good point that really like opened my eyes there about the people like sneaking up. And I, I, it kind of reminded me of more validation for Jonathan because with Xander, he kept winning challenges and no one cared. They just let him go to the he end. He didn't they win knew. that many challenges, dude. He it won. Was, it was Ricard winning the challenges. He yeah. won quite Xander, a bit. Xander was just sitting there with his idol going, oh, but I could play it. Or with his extra think, vote. Going, you don't think they'll like, just let really Jonathan win vote. all the challenges? Because they're not going to vote for him to win. You might as well just let him win them all. Make them happy. I hope Jonathan breaks the record, honestly. That would be fantastic to watch. I hope he shatters it. <laughs> <laughs> like he shattered your, your cold, the cold casing around your heart? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But we're not talking about Jonathan. We're talking about High. High, I think, I, think <laughs> High, um, I think High has the most potential to live up to being that sort of Todd archetype that we haven't seen in a long time. You know, I think I think he has he has the potential to manipulate a lot going on behind the scenes. Um, and I yeah, I think he, he I really like how well spoken he is. Uh, I, I like everything about him. So, yeah, I'm 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 happy that I, I chose him over the strunk of it all. Yeah, I clearly Joel wouldn't have let you have him. Yeah. Otherwise, um, Ryan. Yeah. Uh I got to go for Omar here for my next pick. Uh, his bio says he's from Kitchener. I'm quite sure he's actually from Guelph. A Guelph uh, boy like he, you. Yeah, he he's a Guelph boy. He we, probably went to school in Guelph, right? Like he went to vet school there probably. Yeah, right? mm. we, we do uh, stand a Guelph king. Uh, I think I think Omar's our confessional king of the season. Uh I th- I think he's very funny. The best list of pet peeves I think I've ever seen in one of these articles. <laughs> he's That's got one that the- pisses me off though. One that that really pisses me off. Is it is it Joey from Friends or is it systemic <laughs> racism? <laughs> <laughs> I should have been more specific. It is it's Joey one of from the two Friends because because I am Joey from Friends. So I love it when <laughs> when people talk bad about pigeons is is very funny. His his um his his bio speaks volumes to me in terms of Omar. I was like, oh man, Omar is my number one pick. Uh, and then I watched the videos, and I don't know if that uh, if that charm and humor is going to translate, or if it's going to be a bit too frenetic on the islands. That's why I delayed. I might have picked him as my third pick if he was still around, but I, I yeah. can I can see him being. Yeah, I I I would have picked him next, but. Uh, the reason he like high was going to be first for me because is because yeah it's just just something it can go either way with this guy on the island like he's like a David Wright but very often a David Wright gets voted out right away you know right he might with be a w. An, he might be an Omar wrong yeah exactly <laughs> um, yeah I'm not high on Omar uh, I don't like this uh, bird business I I hate <laughs> birds I'm scared of birds I'm I also don't like birds so. Um, when I get on Survivor, my pet peeve is going to be when people talk bad about Joey from Fringe. 
friends. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Joey from French. French. I well, love that show. Hey, poo <laughs> <laughs> um, Yeah. Omar, he's not top on the list for me, but I get it. And I hope he proves me wrong because I'd really like to see him do well. Oh, another two Canadians back to back. Honestly, I'm over losing. I just want a Canadians to sweep it from here on out because then more and more Canadians will be invited onto the show. It's it's true. And we even have another Canadian resident here uh, still on the list for everyone. And maybe Joel will choose that person in the back. Or Ryan, I guess I didn't ask you about Omar. Uh, I think I spoke about Omar uh, when I picked him. I think I kind of jumped on it because I'm very excited about Omar. Yeah. And you're scared that I'll try to pass over you again. <laughs> <laughs> Rightly right, so, as it yeah. just happened again. Yeah. <laughs> really got to jump in there. Yeah. <laughs> but Joel, you got back to back here. Well, uh, Cody, you predicted what I was going to do. I am going to pick the other Canadian, Drea. Um, uh, because, you know, I, I, I thought about picking... Um, David Strunk here to piss off Chris, which I, I still can, but I just, I don't want Strunk. And I I'm, do. I'm probably not going to pick Strunk. I, I, <laughs> I, I just, I just don't want to not have Drea on my team. Now you guys may not have picked her near the end, but I just, I think she's going to be just a solid person. I think she's going to be the ipso factor leader, leader of her tribe uh, the, by the looks of it. And I think she's, she's probably just going to, at least make it to the merge and, and maybe people will keep her around because she's the only one that may be able to, to beat Jonathan. Um, and uh, obviously I just, I want a fucking Canadian on my team um, because I was humiliated last season and not having either of the two Canadians who were the biggest characters of the season. Um, and um, so uh, yeah. Brad Reese would like a word. well now i'm the only one without a canadian i i like the drea choice though i'm worried with drea like watching the videos and everything it did make me worry that this was someone that i'm gonna want to see more of that we're not gonna get enough of um and i don't know why i got that vibe i just don't see drea as like the top half of popping as much thus far but i'm also willing to be surprised correct me if i wrong i'm wrong but the the you're wrong um you're just you're wrong we were saying this about danny mccray last season and i think the amount of like content we got from him surprised us and he was that character that i'm trying to describe Mm -hmm. i I think i chose danny pretty early yeah but but i mean like i'm sure i thought like oh yeah he's gonna like kind of skate by and not get much uh personal content but i feel like we got to know him more than i thought we would especially i I don't know it's true and it's hard to say with this season because everyone uh, there's not a big standout like there was when we were drafting last season where we all wanted ricard i feel um and this one it seems like everyone just seems good and i'm excited to see this equal playing field that we're gonna see here but you know that someone has to fall behind that makes it deep. And I'm just not sure. No one's standing out to me as that person that's going to do that. Uh, for the record, Cody, Danny was chosen 15th last year. See, so pretty, pretty early second last, <laughs> pretty early for me to choose him. <laughs> um, I, I am, you know what? I think Drea is a perfect pick for Joel because I never would have picked her. Um, 
<laughs> I uh, she was Who in my bottom. Who would you have picked? Because you said that in my bottom four. You know, she was in my bottom four. You don't need to be mean to me. You don't need to be mean to me. It's so easy to not be mean. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's very hard for me when you pick Drea. No, my 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 problem with Drea, uh, I. I fell off Drea when she answered the question is, what are you going to keep secret from the other tribe mates? And she says, oh, I'm going to keep secret that I own my own fitness business. I'm just going to tell them that I'm a personal trainer because like, I don't want people to think I'm business savvy. And for me, when people hide those sort of what I, what I feel are really insignificant details mm-hmm. about themselves, that just creates this sort of wall that's already there self-imposed for literally no reason. And the fact that Drea wants to do that and is, and is so concerned about that sort of perception already, on the one hand, it could, it could show that she is, she is thinking about the game and she's like, okay, I'm really trying to cover all my bases, but I feel like in this game, authenticity is key. So many people pick Kim Spradlin as their, as who they want to be like. And Kim Spradlin is like one of the most authentic people to play. I, I I think that's sort of like walling off and and just hiding. I just think it's a dumb thing to hide. I think it's a dumb thing to hide. And well, uh, I well think speaking that's, of that's what made me not want to pick her. Speaking of insignificant details, it seems like you um, uh, don't like her because of an insignificant detail. Yeah, that she's hiding it. <laughs> now, do you think? No, she's because actually... that's an insignificant detail in her fucking profile. Do you, no, do you think she's actually going to try and hide it, or do you think that she was reaching for an answer to that question? Uh, it could it could be that, but I think you can just say I'm not hiding anything. I'm going to be my authentic self because who I am is amazing. Like, but saying like, oh, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna tell anyone I own a business because then they won't vote for me. I'm like, in this, it's it's season forty two. Okay, drop the two, keep the four. <laughs> it's season four. Mark- We're in Marquesas. Boston it's- Rob is back. Watch out for him. His name's Haboken Mike now. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I didn't that w- realize we were joined by the interview police tonight. <laughs> I know. Chris, that's an insignificant detail. Hey, well, that, that made her in the bottom six. She was in my bottom six. Were you mad at Brett LaBelle for saying that he was a funeral director? No, because of the history of cops. And also, Brett got found out. Nobody believed him. <laughs> So yeah, yeah, it did impact Brett's game. I I get what uh, Chris is saying because you're not opening up to people fully and talking about your life. You're constantly thinking about not saying or leading to the thing that you're keeping secret for no reason. And so it's got to be like a reason to keep it secretive, right? Yeah. I I don't even know if if I went on, if I had the fact that I'm an actor, I would say like I'm in kids' performance. I'd, I'd lean towards that way, but... I think it's ridiculous that Lydia's um, saying that she's hiding it as well. Yeah. And I have to talk about Lydia because we won't be this entire episode. <laughs> hey, well, Lydia's not that bad. Well, we'll see, Joel. Who's your, who's your name? Anyway, that, that was my beef about Drea. That was, it, it hit me so viscerally that I was like, that is the dumbest thing to like keep secret about that I thought she's, she's off my radar. You used the word viscerally about how bad that interview question hit yeah. you. Which yeah, yeah. A little extreme. Hit me right in the gut. I, well, I vomited all over my computer. I think you're going to be pissed at my next viewing. pick, Chris. Be... I, don't, I, I don't think you, you're going to pick it, and I don't think anyone else is going to pick it. But uh, I like this person, and I like the idea of having a New Jersey Quebec sandwich. Um, so I'm picking Lindsay. Dang. I like I liked that pick, Joel. 
Thank you. You like Lindsay? I, I do like Lindsay. I was contemplating picking Lindsay. Um, I, I found her answers to the interviews a little energetic. And uh, if I'm going to put on my cap as the interview police, as I have thus been named, I shall double down and say she was in my bottom four. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. Lin- Lindsay was pretty high up in terms of consideration for me. I think, again, just that, that sort of being on the Taku tribe, uh, her and Jonathan could potentially get along because they're both like really fit. I think Lindsay is potentially maybe like maybe the challenge beast out of the women, although we've got some strong women. Uh, but she she she's made a point to like define herself as being tough. Uh, she talks about her tackle football uh, history, even though that was when she was from nine to 15. Um, and your girlfriend must be excited that there's a dietitian rep- representation on the show. Uh, yeah, she's a she's a nutritionist, so uh, dietitians and nutritionists are mortal enemies. Oh, okay. Um, so <laughs> is that no, right? No, <laughs> no, they're not. It's a, it's just a very slightly different. Um, but uh, yeah, li- li- I I like Lindsay. I I have high hopes for Lindsay. My hopes were uh, dimmed a little bit by her potential enthusiasm and her saying like, "Wow, I learned this amazing thing from uh, Boston Rob. Oh, no, from Kim Spradlin." when she was doing this interview and she said something that I, I always thought was obvious. Um, but <laughs> I, I like Lindsay. I, I did have her pretty up there on my list here. I, I think that um, Lindsay's a pick that I wouldn't have minded on mine, especially because I'm going all in on the fact that Taku's never losing. Yep. Um, so I was going to choose someone again from Taku and do the Joel strategy of last year, but with a winning tribe. <laughs> Hey, they ended up not doing that bad. You you came in last place, Joel. Yeah, I know, but I, I don't really <laughs> give a shit. I had some good characters on my team. You didn't have Brad Reese. No, I wish I did, though. Well, um, but this this is good because you've got the two people who describe themselves as loud. On yes, your well, I mean, yeah, on you purpose, get two Hoboken whispers. <laughs> I want you to know that I am not picking these people from strategy. Look at my list. I have Mike, Drea, and Lindsay, maybe the least strategic people on the cast. These are uh, people I want to root for. These are people I like. I don't these know are, if Drea is the least strategic. Yeah, Drea, Drea was up there in my winner picks. See, yeah. if you wanted, if you truly didn't care about winning, you would have chose Swathi instead of Drea. <laughs> well, these are three people that uh, are all potential Brad Reese's for me. I don't I need- think Drea is anywhere close to a potential Brad Reese. <laughs> just wait, you just you wait. I thought you said she was the Danny. No, she is a potential <laughs> Brad Reese as well. She's that a is potential Danny, could but not also be a any op- more Reese. opposite than Brad Reese. <laughs> I think well, they're the, the same thing. archetype, Danny and Brad yeah, Reese. Right? That's fair. <laughs> The same same Jungian archetype. If we're going after me, okay? (laughs) Cody only roots, only likes people that are on his team. So, and for me, I like like everyone else. Exactly. I like everyone. So, in the end, it doesn't matter for me. I'm deciding through random chance of other people I like getting taken away from me, who I'm going to like in this season. And I'm not going (laughs) to, I'm not going to sway from that. Exactly, and it's ridiculous. I'm supportive. These are my babies. <laughs> I do think that the uh, the hate mail to all the other contestants is a little far, Cody. Yeah, I mean, I, we're Dead just lucky. Threats. We're just lucky that I didn't draft when uh, Coach was playing and miss out on Coach, or I wouldn't have a favorite player right now. That's true. <laughs> 
you would uh, you would hate coach forever. But uh, Ryan, it's back to you here. What's what's your pick? Who's number ten? Number ten is going to be Chanel. Okay. And before I jump in, I will let you guys uh, speak on Chanel here. Chanel for me has been the one that I've forgotten the most that has been lost in the ether. Every time I read about her or listen to an interview with her, uh, she goes in one ear at the other. So I'm looking forward to seeing her on TV to uh, really remember her. Cause I keep just, I just keep reading. I'm not really watching the videos. I'm listening to the podcast interviews and reading the interviews. So I just, I can't, I haven't really figured out who Chanel is. She was probably uh, at the bottom She's a hardcore me. negotiator. She negotiates for a living. Oh, kind of like uh, she brought herself her to negotiating school yeah. and graduated from Harvard or something. Angelina, Angelina vibes. Yeah, she could be. Uh, I I like Chanel. There there wasn't anything about Chanel that that necessarily popped to me in terms of I worry I worry for Chanel mainly just on confessional account. But I I look forward to seeing her. But again, kind of kind of that uh, under the radar. I didn't get a strong vibe from, you know, the um, two hours of research that I've done. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, yeah, for me, Chanel, I mean, yeah, that was one that I had a hard time with. Um, but I did see Chanel and think this could be a winner. I I didn't discount that when watching her and seeing how she answered everything. But also there was something that just didn't excite me. At the same time, Chanel could be could be the low key winner though that Ryan plucks out of thin air. You know, there there's two things I thought were exciting about Chanel. One was that she's got huge team captain energy. I find the way she speaks um, and the answer she had in her interviews, I got the idea that she's this big motivator. Uh, so I think she's going to be a big voice on her team during uh, during challenges. Also, she said she loves to do mental math, uh, which is both like a puzzle thing and a strategy thing. I mean, I, I think she's got her bases covered. Uh, I'm surprised Chanel actually wasn't taken before now. I, uh, yeah, yeah, I, I like the mental math. That's great. I was just distracted because I was remembering that I forgot to bring up how much uh, my Settlers of Catan theory when Omar was talked about. And right. uh, anyway, I, I think Omar is going to go far because he's a Settlers of Catan guy. Yeah, I mean, Ryan, you have a list that didn't excite a lot of people. But at the same time, it's a pretty consistent list of sleepers. I'm a sleeper guy. I, I love characters uh, maybe that are going to sneak up on you in the middle of the night. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to be tossing and turning. You're going to wake up in the middle of the night. You're going to be like, God damn, well, Jenny's really good at this game. I mean, you're probably upset that you missed that Brad Reese energy of Drea then. I'm I'm quite upset <laughs> I missed that Brad Reese. <laughs> the classic Brad Reese archetype. She's the next Brad Reese. She's the next Keith Nail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Drea does give me major Keith Nail vibes. She's Quebecois Keith Nail. <laughs> Um, Even though she's not real Quebecois, I think she's from America. Yeah, she she's a resident, though. She's a Canadian resident. Um, Chris, it is up to you now. And don't do this to me. 
there's do you do you guys smell that do you smell there's something it smells a little bit like strunk drunk in the house i smell give what me the that is give me that strunk life all right he's got the strunk um i i am unbelievably happy that i got daniel strunk on my team david. he no is it david or daniel? it's daniel it's daniel strunk <laughs> don't you don't you even talk about strunk it's no david voce it's the strunk life for life and i I think I think he is going to low key be the funniest player out there. I I love how he's been answering his questions. He soared to the top of the list. Like his bio was nothing exemplary for me, but he was just everything he answered. I was like, man, I like this guy. This guy is very likable. Um, just him talking about, and I think he's he's really savvy too. Him saying like, you know what? If I had if I had one twenty fourth of Tony's talent. Uh, I could, I'll win this game with a, I'll win this season with a perfect game. And if I have won 126th of Tony's talent or whatever it was, uh, 100 and if I've won 128th of Tony's talent, then I'll win with a uh, tie vote going my way. And I just <laughs> thought like that comment was so funny. Um, I think he's, he almost could have been my number one pick, but the way you guys were talking about him at the, uh, at the beginning, I was like, great. Maybe everyone, no one sees the genius that is that is Daniel Strunk. I, I no, no one smelled what the Strunk is cooking. Exactly. I, <laughs> I tried to psych out Chris to to not make, pick him to not pick him, and I'm sad I didn't get him. I I think we mentioned uh, Rick Devon's energy with uh, the Strunkster, and <laughs> I I think that. Uh, honestly, I have a hard time at all times just not blurting out the name Daniel Strunk um, just, ever just, since I read it. Just uh, before you go to bed? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I so, think that Daniel Strunk and Omar are... It's a good thing they're not in the same tribe because I think they're like Highlanders. Only one of them can, can exist. I mean, Omar doesn't seem to... No offense, Omar, because I know you're listening... Um, you love the podcast and probably think we talk about birds, but we don't <laughs> merge bird. But we, we also don't disrespect pigeons around here, but Omar doesn't to me have the personality that's seething out of Daniel Strunk. <laughs> yeah. I think Daniel Strunk is, he's a winner, baby. He's a winner in my eyes. <laughs> I'm, I'm so thrilled that I get him on my team. And this is, this is someone who I was like, who cares about this guy? He's like, yeah, I really shouldn't be win this win this game. I have no chance. But I, you know what? I think he might have a chance. <laughs> I, 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 when he says, "Don't bet on me," I, I listen. I'm like, yeah, okay. If you don't believe in yourself, neither do I. Well, that 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 uh, he might fall into uh, Swathi's pet peeves if he doesn't believe in himself. Right. You got to believe in yourself, buddy. Did you know that he was on uh, Jeb Bush's campaign? Like he was one of, he was like, uh, yeah, yeah. for Jeb Bush. Yeah. That, that he was saying that's what he's not going to tell people. <laughs> Jeb Bush, who famously won every state, if I remember correctly. Yeah. He's, he's the president right now. Yeah. That's <laughs> Strunk's got some, uh, he's got some talent. He's being coy about, he's got some friends in high places. Um, yeah, I think Jeb Bush might be at his family visit. <laughs> he collects signed pocket U.S. constitutions, baby. Let's get Jeb out here. And also to counteract Drea, um, Strunk was also 
the I just love saying it too. Strunk, just so satisfying. I know. If, <laughs> if, if Strunk doesn't get the last name treatment this season, yeah, there is I will no be god. Furious. That is that would be a, har- a larger travesty than any travesty Survivor has faced. <laughs> I that's uh, Strunk. I'm disappointed, and the more we talk about it, the more <laughs> I get defeated. Well, I, sorry, Cody. You can't like him anymore. You have to send him that mountain of hate mail on your desk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, well, you have, when he gets his out, name, you have to you have to be happy. Yeah. There's. I want to uh, take note here that there is only seven picks left, and five of them are Ika. Yeah, <laughs> Drea is the only person from Ika who has been chosen. That's insane, and I mean, I have to break the streak now. Well, I know who you're picking. I wish well, I could get this. We didn't hear from Ryan about Strunk. Oh, I'm I'm full board on Strunk. I think it's a fantastic name. I <laughs> I know with Ryan and I were two Strunks at a table right now speaking into a microphone. So I know two, two Strunks in a pod. <laughs> yes. I'm a Jonathan Young. <laughs> I can see that. That's yeah. why you're only showing your feet to camera. Right? Mm-hmm. And my shirt is off and uh, I'm actually doing a, a chin up right now. Nice. <laughs> um, okay. Wait, what's Number the 12? difference between a pull-up and a chin-up? Is that the same thing? Uh, no, it's the grip. The chin-up is uh, your palms facing towards you. Pull-up uh, is your palms facing away. Clearly, yeah. I'm not a, a real Jonathan Young. Jonathan, we, you, we'll talk. I, I was runner-up for the Guinness World Record. Ah, but I'm happy you got it, buddy. <laughs> Why doesn't he have the chin-up record? If you can do the pull-up record, why not just do the chin-up record as well the next day? He, yeah, he, easy. Uh, it's basically the same thing, right? Yeah. Isn't it? He's, n- he's never done a pull-up again ever since. He can't lift his arms. That's the big secret. <laughs> Imagine he can't do... He can He... Like, when he does a pull-up, it's like, I can do as many as anyone else. But he cannot do a chin-up. Yeah, not even one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm in a hard position now as we get to this because there's a few people that I want and there's more top picks for me left actually my number two person i have written is still available so i guess there's no better way to start than with zach yeah i'm bummed that i'm not gonna get zach but it was between strunk or zach and i'm happy i got strunk but zach is very funny um he's he is a super fan he's all over survivor reddit Actually, if you if you if you remember, my favorite thing that I learned about Zach is that if you remember the the Reddit post about the chimp that goes on Survivor, have you have you all read that one? No, I have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that if a chimp was uh, was on Survivor, they would win. They could detail the whole strategy of how the chimp would survive because they're a strong physical asset. Uh, And it goes on. Zach actually has the top upvoted comment on that thread which expands talking about the chimp and introducing how the chimp would use fire tokens. And the fact that Zach is at that level of survivor fandom, uh, I think it's so funny. He also responded to his own one minute uh, CBS video saying, yeah, I met this Zach guy in a grocery store and, and I, w- I went up to him and I was like, oh, I don't normally do this. Like, uh, sorry to bother you. Um, but like, I just want to say hi. Uh, like I, I, I never do this. And Zach responded with, 
isn't that what you're doing right now? And I was like, what? And he just cuts himself off. But he responded that to his own like video. <laughs> was, it, was it the electrical inveterance copy pasta? <laughs> I, the, the old Carter Williams story. I think Zach could be the funniest survivor we've had since Bill Posley. <laughs> Well, you know, Zach is uh, why I is hate him. pretty well known for his sketch comedy. Oh, God. Um, which I know Joel. Hey, you know what, Joel? Maybe if Zach's listening, you and uh, you and he could write a sketch together. No, I don't. If, I don't. I don't have writing partners. If Zach's wolf. listening, I'd love to get him on Spooked to stretch those comedy muscles. That would. I think he would have a great time on Spooked. Uh, but I'm happy to have him on here. The um the sketch hero we all needed someone that's really funny and that we're gonna see a lot of i think and i think he's on what i called to be actually no i i don't think that is the weaker tribe i i think that 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 ika is gonna do better uh than we think they are i i said it in our breakdown that i think that uh, Tori and Drea seem to me to be the strongest women as far as physical challenges go. I think that we have Zach that um, is good at puzzles and really knows the game and and is a, a student of the game. Um, <laughs> and student I think, of the game. Yeah, I, I, I top five, baby, top five. I think that Zach is on a tribe also that has a lot of big personalities. So I think he's going to be a narrator as to what's going on, but fade backwards as far as target goes when you have people like uh, Romeo, like Swathi on there, like even Tori, that uh, these people that don't seem like these personalities are going to connect. I don't like Zach. Um, <laughs> he, he's too, he's too cute. Him. There's too much fucking internet and sketch comedy and college kid fucking energy coming from him. He's going to have to be completely different than his pregame for me to like him in the game uh, because everything about him, it, it just reeks improv guy that I avoid at comedy bar. <laughs> Joel, Joel hates comedians on the show. He hates people that he is unknowingly seeing himself in. Well, it, no, no you, I mean, <laughs> I, I, not unknowingly. Um, not unknowingly. It's the things I hate about myself, Cody. <laughs> and when I, I see that when I see that reflected, I get mad. Um, uh, but yeah, no, I mean, I am much more critical of anybody who says they are a comedian or do comedy because uh, I'm a comedian and I am critical of people who are, say that they're a comedian and do comedy. <laughs> that's why uh isn't that why was it shan or erica got got your the brunt of your uh your that ire was, that was shan, shan yeah that was shan mm -hmm. yeah i don't know shan's pretty funny <laughs> yeah oh so <laughs> funny especially in all her uh exit interviews <laughs> well i mean it's up to me to pick another one here that's true and I Wait, think we didn't I'll, hear from we didn't hear from Ryan about Zach. Why do you? He's right next to you. Why well, do you keep I, I, you, not letting him talk? Because we speak together. <laughs> You're two strunks in a pod. We are. We're actually wearing the front and back of a donkey costume right now. <laughs> yeah. So if Cody's talking, I have to fully get out of the costume to get over to the microphone. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, Zach, I, I feel with Zach that Zach is someone who thinks he's the biggest super fan in the game and will underestimate everyone else's ability to strategize. That's a good read. Uh, it's it's yeah like joel said it's very cute it's very uh i think playing to this certain archetype that uh i think yeah i think uh people are going to be getting them out before long who's that guy in 30 who was like the survivor professor max max that guy Uh, yeah it's big max energy that guy yeah well i mean Zach reminds me as a, of a person that Jonathan will be like, this guy's a Cochran and want him gone. Because <laughs> <laughs> of the Aussie, because he's still Aussie. Yeah. <laughs> he's going to flip on me. I just know it. But no, but it's so he'll trust him is what you're saying. Yes, exactly. Well, I'm hoping here with my next pick, and I, I realize too that Zach is a risky one. And I think that the, uh, um, the risk is worth the possible reward with Zach. I, I see a lot of Jacob Derwin. Yeah. I gotta exactly. say, I see a lot of Jacob Derwin. But do you think, do you think though? <laughs> do you think? I do think. Do, I do quite sink. often. You, I am a witch. <laughs> <laughs> do you think right in front of me right now? Uh, <laughs> do you think though that like Zach's going to be more of a target on that tribe than like a Swathi? Yeah. Oh, I think it's, I think it's another, uh, maybe a Highlander situation between him and Swathi. Or no, him I think and, I, I, I him think, and Romeo even. I think that um, Zach and Tori will be the uh, the strategic bones behind that, and it depends if they can run the show or if uh, if the other four band against them. Well, that's why I have to bank on both, and Tori's my next pick. <laughs> no, wow, you're 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 putting everything on Ika right now. I have two on Taku and two on Ika, and I certainly don't want the last Vati left. So that's there how it go. goes. There you Although go. Tori, Tori is certainly uh, another big personality out there, and uh, I'm surprised that, like, I was thinking that she was definitely not a first round pick for me, but I was, I thought one of you would pick her first round. I don't know Tor- why. I just she Tori- just like looks looks to me as somebody who sells the goods, and, and I didn't buy them, but I thought maybe one of you did. Tori I- was super high up for me. Um, it, well, because she had playing board games as her mm-hmm. hobby. That's always the only thing I look for. But <laughs> I, I think with Tori, the two things that stopped me. I was really excited about her, uh, and then I did a little bit of research on her. Uh, the the one thing that stopped me was her uh, her hero being jesus um i i feel like which is great like she wants to talk about her faith and her faith is that is a huge part of her life that's great but i don't think that supports well in the game of survivor i have yet to see that be well we do know you you famously hate jesus (laughs) (laughs) he's your he's your your, uh villain jesus is the uh the cochran to my aussie um (laughs) i will say from what i've heard from what i've heard from post game interviews and everything G- like religion is always a bigger part of the show than it is shown in the edit. Mm. It's always a big bonding thing for the people who, who believe it, it for apparently sure. who believe it. Apparently it was a, it was a big thing in 41. That makes uh, sense. Um, and apparently it was a big thing on the millennials tribe 
in Millennials versus Gen X. Well, they had Michelle, right? Well, yeah. Ryan, what are you thinking about Tori here? I I would have actually picked Tori next for sure. Um, just because she reminds me so much of who I think is one of the most underrated uh, strategists of the past quite a few seasons, Libby Vincek, who oh, I had on my love team. Libby. I you love, love Libby. Libby. Yeah. I see a lot of Libby upside to Tori Meehan. If Tori can complete what Libby went out there to do, we have a winner on our hands. I mean, uh, yeah, I, the, the only thing that really threw me off Tori was in her interview saying that she wants that she idolizes Kim Spradlin because Kim went out there to play without strategy and just played with honor, <laughs> which is a complete misunderstanding of yeah. everything Kim Spradlin did on the island. Yeah. Um, so that was my only hesitation, but I do really like Tori. Yeah, I got a few things. Uh, we got messaged on our Instagram um, here and got a few things on Tori. I know that she does a lot of the online reality games, uh, played Sequester. Yeah, season three. Um, yeah, so that's something. And then also uh, there's some controversy about some anti-mask, anti-vax stuff uh, with her. Uh, that's not why I'm choosing her. That's why you're choosing her. I that's get it. That's not Famous, why I'm It looks like her. I can finally cast off my title as COVID denier. I, I'm, uh, I'm switching to Roxroy. I'm switching to Roxroy. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, what I'm really hoping for is that these two hunks get together, Tori and Jonathan and become the new Rob and Amber and they just co-win this season together. And with all the great bonding they're going to do being on the, starting on the same tribe. Tori and who? Uh, well, they're not on the same tribe, but yeah. <laughs> Tor- Tori and who? It's, uh, and Jonathan. Oh, Tori and Jonathan. How they're gonna Amber? how they're gonna famously meet in an already shortened season for 13 days at the merge and fall in love. They're both jacked. They're gonna see each other in these competitions coming out of the water. He does uh pull-ups, she um is CrossFit. Well, cross because of Jesus, right? Nice. Yeah. <laughs> I think a lot of people in CrossFit are religious. I think well, that's no, a you big... have to you have to, it's a sign of the cross. Well, CrossFit is a cult. That's why they do it only in church basements. Wow. I didn't know that. No, that's why, that's why in mythology, it's the father, the son and the keto diet. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But that wraps up my picks here. So uh, Chris, here it's time for your last one. Yeah. I was thinking about Tori too, but I, I watched the first episode of Sequester season three because I was like, great, <clears throat> I can I can find out about this person. I can see how this person interacts in the initial stages. And what I got was a lot of, um, I don't want to say kumbaya, but but that's what I got. Yeah, I, think there's a gamer, I think there's a gamer underneath there. Uh, but I think like her approach is to be really authentic, is to try to really be really authentic and genuine. And and I think she is going to lean too far in that direction, like Ryan was saying. Um, okay, so for my pick, I am really torn between two. I was hoping my decision would be made for me. Ah, geez. I feel like one of these is a real Ryan Quinn pick. And that is the reason why I want to pick this person. You should absolutely not pick that person. 
<laughs> I'll make it really easy for you. Don't pick the person I'm about to pick. <laughs> um, well, you can... Or or this other person might be a, a Ryan Quinn pick, too, actually. I, I, okay, I'm wait, torn. go back and pick the first one, then. <laughs> I should pick the first one? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Ah, <laughs> oh, geez. This is... This is tough. I'm going to go with Oh no, I don't I don't want to. No, I don't want to. I wanted to diversify. I wanted to pick someone on Ika, but I'm not gonna I'm gonna pick Mariah as my as my as my pick. Cool. I think you misunderstand what a Ryan Quinn pick is, to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't have Mariah on your radar? No, Mariah was my was my last place person left. Last place person? Yeah, absolutely. I I, I don't know what it is about Mariah. Uh I was think I was between her and Roxroy. Um I thought Roxroy is I thought Roxroy would be your number one pick, Ryan. And that's what was uh more driving me towards him. I think Roxroy is gonna be gonna be really cool, but I think Mariah I don't know, she's just giving me a vibe and she and uh she and my girl Marianne are going to team up and run the game. So, ah, I, I have hesitation, but there we go. I've said it. Yeah, I mean, I don't have a lot to uh, say on Mariah. Really, um, didn't really stand out. Wasn't really was on my list here. There was two people I didn't write down. One of them was Omar. Um, but as far as Mariah goes, where the hell even is she here? She's on Taku. What's she look like? There she is. Okay. She's on Taku, so she'll never lose. Yeah. I mean, this could be a person like um, like Tiffany who got a lot of points throughout there. And That's we have, kind of what I'm thinking. Yeah, and we have her uh, stay-at-home mom. I did think that she would be more of a motherly figure, which could go well with someone like a Jonathan um, who is young. And I, th- I think there's some other young people on that tribe. She said she wants to, she sees all these young women and she already feels like she wants to take them under her wing and protect them. So I, that was also helped me pick Marianne first. Cause I was like, great. Mariah's going to like shelter her from the storm. Right. But uh, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm worried that if Taku loses, Mariah might be, might be uh, on the, on the chopping block, but hopefully it, it, it'll be Jonathan instead. But- um, um, I like Mariah. I, she would have been my pick too. Um, she. Oh no! I'd what? like to change my pick. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? You like Lindsay too, but um, Mariah. Is, yeah, she's got the motherly energy, but I think she she's a bit wiser. I, I like. Um, she seems to have a good knowledge of the game and stuff as well. Um, I don't know how intricate her her strategy is going to be i don't know how many big moves she's going to make but uh, i can see her being somebody very likable that people keep around just because they like them though what worries me about mariah is in mariah's interview she says that she loves angelina because angelina was in trouble at the beginning of the game and then slipped under the radar and somehow made it to the end (laughs) we're underrating angelina maybe that was the her whole strategy the whole time i i I think no matter what you think about angelina you cannot say she slipped under the radar (laughs) (laughs) she did people people weren't voting for her yeah, yeah, she slipped under the radar because she made herself a goat right away. 
And then people wanted to take her to the end, which is under the radar. Um, and she sure. didn't win. She she was a she was a real cowboy Rick. She really just kind of hid in the brushes, <laughs> rancher until Rick. the end of the game. She rancher Rick. Yeah, I don't think she ever hid under the radar. I think she was very well put on the radar, and everyone knew where she needed to land. <laughs> Exactly. Um, in the final two, like Mariah. I mean, Mariah, right, Mariah right, is, is she's my Julie Rosenberg. All right. Really? You feel as strong. I mean, I chose, feel, I chose her? Julie Rosenberg first overall. That's true. Yeah. I will. I will note that. So I don't think that that's your, I think Marianne's more your Julie Rosenberg. No, Marianne's better. Sorry. Uh, what? Julie Rosenberg made it to the, to the end <laughs> real far. Much like Angelina. She made it real far. I, I don't recall a, a Julie Rosenberg at all. I don't think she was on the season. <laughs> okay. She follows us on I, Merch Boot. So. I remember, no, I remember reading a police report about someone peeing in Central Park. I think is the only time <laughs> I remember the name Julie Rosenberg. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, uh, I remember that as well. Yeah, um, so there's four people left, and I'm looking at these four people. I don't know who to pick. Um, well, it's not I, your pick. I know. I was just to fuck <laughs> off. I know that. All right. Well, it um, sounded like you were about to pick. No, I wasn't. What, I was worried pick. that you were going to show just, your hand. I was just saying, Ryan is has the 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 pick of the litter here. Ryan's picking Rocks Roy. I think it's a steal at this point. I mean, Ryan's picking Rocks Roy. Yeah. Okay. 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 I think yeah. Rocks Roy is a steal at this a name position. alone. Yeah. I. I. I'm so worried. I'm so worried that that I made a colossal error here. And I, I thinking about it right now in this moment, I feel like I did, but um, I'm not very good at this draft. I used to be, and my my <laughs> senses have uh, dulled. So that's why I decided to go against the pick that I knew Ryan would pick and pick something else, so well, I could continue <laughs> my streak. You should I did play some pretty expert mind games with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I think Roxroy is an absolute steal at this position. This is. Uh, once again, I, I'm looking at Ryan's list and I'm seeing a big sleeper list here of just people that could all fly under the radar. And quite frankly, all of four could win at the same time. <laughs> Our first. That's what I'm banking on is yeah. all four of them winning at the exact same time. Uh, I like uh, I kind of forget Rock's realist thing. I remember his big thing was that he wanted to win. Right. And like his wife. Oh yeah, his big thing is that is that he wants <laughs> yeah. to win. He's actually like, the only one. All the other people. That's yeah, really what sets one. him apart. That's why I think he's really excited. Is he's out there to try and win the money? Yeah, and, and no, and no one else is. To be fair, though, Chris, I did openly draft as my first overall pick someone that is openly does not want to win. <laughs> <laughs> Just um, the challenges. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think he'll, I think he'll do. I I can see I can see him bonding with uh, with Drea, like her, the, them being the two sane people on their tribe and being like, we need to vote out these fucking crazy people. Um, and uh, if if that if that can uh, be a, a strong alliance, I can see Roxroy making the merge and 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 then going under the radar. I see Roxroy being. I see Roxroy being the the man we were hoping Deshaun to be like constant solid player goes far 
cool. Yeah. yeah, I I actually like Roxroy quite a bit. Um, there was there was one thing in his interview that kind of set me off, and they were talking about um, who do you want to play like, and he said I want to play like Cochran because he realized his flaws after the first time he played and came back and did much better the second time. <laughs> So I would like to draft Roxroy now <laughs> and in the future also draft Roxroy yeah, you for the next time he plays. He's yeah. like, I'm going to make a bunch of mistakes this time. Man's I'm going to be first. Now, honestly, great strategy. If you purposely make as many mistakes as possible, you'll know for sure which one of them are mistakes. All I'm saying is ones. that Roxroy better steer clear of Jonathan and all his Aussiness. <laughs> that's true there, I, uh, there's a lot of Cochran's this season and Jonathan's going to be angry mm-hmm. so with the with the pick of the litter I have here I have Romeo, Swathi and Lydia and I would be very surprised if neither of those three are the first boot of the season <laughs> so I, I guess I'm, I'm going to pick one of them um, the thing is I don't feel good about the Ica tribe and I have a I have a person from each one of the tribes, and so if I pick one of the two from Ika, which I am inclined to do from the from the pick that I picks that I have, that means I have two on Ika, and I didn't want that. Choose the comedian. No, uh, who's the comedian? Lydia. No, Lydia, Lydia is not a comedian, and we. She know is her hero is Kristen Wiig. She's a comedian. Uh, Lydia make is... you a comedian. Well, here's the thing, Joel. Um, <laughs> you know how Lydia... many... You, how, you know how much fucking uh, uh, stage time I had to do to feel good about calling myself a comedian? Well, yeah. but here's... Well, that's why she isn't calling herself a comedian. She's calling herself a waitress. And also, Joel, you know that she's not going to be scared of anything on the island because her only fear is vacuums. Yeah. She says she's really terrified of vacuums. I really don't want to pick and, her, uh, but I also <laughs> don't want two people on Inca. Because everyone always chases her with vacuums. I know, I know. That's like a fucking fucked up weird thing to say. You're not going to pick, uh, uh, pick a literal <laughs> anamorph? She's going to turn back into her cat-like form, go hunting, be a provider for the tribe. Uh, yeah, again, weird. I don't want her on my team, so I'm not going to pick her. Even though I don't want two people on Ika, I'm going to pick Romeo. Give me Romeo. I I think this was the pick, Joel. I okay. think out of uh, who you had left, uh, Romeo was probably the pick. I, I mean, Romeo could do really well. I'm I was picking who's who's most likely to at least make the merge, and uh, that's why I picked Romeo. Well, I think the answer from Ika is Tori, Zach, and Roxroy. What? But. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't have the pick. I was talking about from the three people left. <laughs> I wasn't. I wasn't tr- saying anything about your people. Okay, this is rocks. This I is, didn't draft rocks. Right? Chris, Chris, and and <laughs> Chris and and Ryan. This is what I'm going to have to deal with for the rest of the season. Just so you know, him every chance he gets to lift up the people on his team. Here's what I'm gonna have to deal with all season is me saying one thing and Joel going off. Uh, my, my Chris and I are just gonna hold hands and talk about how much we respect each other's picks, how great yeah. the season is. Yeah, We're having oh. a really lovely time. I'm on, I'm, on Burge I'm, really, I'm really jealous. I'm really jealous on Burge Moot. Yeah, our uh, <laughs> our our uh, sister podcast. Yeah. 
Um, I, the one thing I, I, that I think is interesting uh, to put on my interview police hat again about, about uh, Romeo is that uh, his interviews on EW, they're the only ones that are taking place at night. So I don't know if that means that he was a potential like late arrival or vampire. Or, or is a vampire and cannot participate in the in the main challenges. It's one of the two of those things. And so my worry is that if he's only, well, if he's awake only at night, he's got good night vision. He might be able to find those idols when production puts them back into play. Yeah, Tony um, style. And then can can just uh, can just fall asleep and and sit out for the rest of it. It's going to be a huge disadvantage though to not be able to attend every challenge. That's true, yeah. Or or participate in any of the tribe dynamics. He's really got to hope his tribe wins the sarcophagus reward challenge, I think. <laughs> That's true, yeah. Or or even just invites him into the boundaries of the camp. Yeah. I don't know if there are no if there aren't walls, if the the rules are a little bit different, but mm. <laughs> they're gonna have a choice. Would you like this sarcophagus? Or this delicious garlic bread. Garlic, Please, yeah. guys, don't choose the garlic bread. <laughs> delicious garlic bread. Ooh, with cheese. Imagine he, found, he finds out that uh, uh, Swathi's last name is Van Helsing. <laughs> now, that would be an unlikely duo. People are always trying to find these unlikely alliances. <laughs> Maybe we're gonna see a vampire Van Helsing team up, much like a season. much like a coach and uh, R- Russell's nephew. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that um, I think that with Romeo, there's a lot of like the eco tribe to me is the most unpredictable, and I think with Romeo we could see a big butting of the heads with Tori, or we could see a big alliance with Tori. Um, and that's how I see that tribe going. They seem to be the two most outspoken people on that tribe. Yeah, Once we'll uh, Swathi's voted out first, um, mm-hmm. Romeo might be the, or Romeo, I don't know if it's Romeo or Romeo. Well, he will I be I think it's Romero. Mm. <laughs> George R. R. Romero. <laughs> Speaking of people that lived in Toronto, Canadian resident when he died. It's a fun Romeo? fact. It's like <laughs> very fun fact. Wait, I'm Romeo? a lot of fun. Thanks for having me, guys. <laughs> um, let's go over the teams here because we have now wrapped up and we have um, Lydia and Swathi, which I think we, with the shots we've traded to them, we've described our opinion enough. Um, but Joel. But hey, Joel, remember who we didn't pick last time? Who was it? Heather. Heather. And Abraham? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I guess, we, I guess we did okay. No, it was <laughs> Tiffany. It was Tiffany. Oh, it was yeah, Tiffany. I, I, I picked Heather. Yeah. Oh, right. It was Tiffany and... It was Tiffany and Abraham, which were the two that were up for elimination. Well, apparently not, but that was at least what the edit told us. But anyways, our final teams here. Joel has Mike Turner from Vati. He has Drea from Ika. He has Lindsay from Taku and Romeo from Ika. I honestly feel good about my team. I feel dude. I I do. I, I like I like the four of them. They're they're a fun, they're a fun group. Mm-hmm. I think uh yeah, you you have all uh Vati and Ika, that's right? Or no. No, I have uh Oh no, Lindsay. you have the Lindsay. I have Lindsay Taku. from Taku. 
Okay. Um, so you, yeah, you got a spread. You have two on Ika. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Ryan, you have Jenny on Vati. You have Omar on Taku. You have Chanel on Vati. And you have Roxroy on Ika. I really regret it. Oh, Very geez. happy with this team. Yeah, I, I would be pretty happy if I were you too. <laughs> I mean, only, I only Cody can really see me. I'm really patting myself on the back very hard right now. In, in the back of the costume? In the back of the costume. It looks like the donkey <laughs> is just spanking himself. But I'm, re- I'm patting myself on the back. Nice. You deserve it. Hey, thank you. So do you. Uh, well, I didn't pick Roxroy. Well, Chris, who you did pick was Marianne from oh, Taku. Yeah. The Ajax assassin, mischievous Marianne. <laughs> you have high on Vati. You have Daniel Strunk on Vati. Get that Strunk life. And you have Maria on Taku. I think it's Mariah. 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 Yeah, don't come for my girl. Yeah. She can, she'll get out first then if that's the I, case. I'm, I'm, very, I'm very worried. Uh, my heart pangs for Roxroy a little bit. But I'm I'm happy with my team. I'm very thrilled. I have Strunk. I'm really happy with that. Honestly, yeah, Strunk. You made my decision. I was either going to go Zach or Strunk. And you wouldn't I, have picked both. Um, I don't think I would have. I don't think I would have went both. Maybe I would have just out of love of both. All right, Cody, I, read your team, and we'll get to the winners winner picks. Yes, this is who I did choose, though not who I would have chosen. But who I did, Jonathan from Taku, Jackson from Taku, Zach from Ika, and Tori from Ika. Yeah, you got a good team, Cody. We're feeling good about me, huh? Well, other than Jonathan. You got a great team. Other than Jonathan. Other than my number one pick. Cody, who's your winner pick? Um, My winner pick, I'm going to go ahead and say right now that it's a Chris pick. Ooh. And I'm going to say that Marianne is my winner pick. Wow. I'm going for Marianne. I'm going for Canada twice in a row. If you don't like that, come fight me and I will get beat. <laughs> well, that's, that's, uh, <laughs> that's unfortunate, Cody, because now I've got to pick somebody different. Hmm. If well, you want, choose you someone from my team. One if you like want. Jonathan. I'll pick someone for you, from your team. Yeah, like Jonathan. All right, Chris, your turn. <laughs> Uh, okay, I'll pick someone from Cody's team just to return the favor. Um, even though you know that's you, you know I'm all about that strunk life, but you know what I, I what I am going to do? I'm going to I'm going to make a bold statement, and I'm going to say Zach. Wow, I'm getting behind Reddit. That I, little I, nerd. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to kick sand in his face. <laughs> oh my God, Joel is a total well, Jonathan right now. <laughs> I want to leave. I want to leave my team open for all of you to pick uh, your winner picks from it. So, yeah. <laughs> Ryan, what's your winner pick? My winner pick <laughs> is a Joel pick. I'm going to sign it, seal it, deliver it right now. The winner of Survivor Season 42 is Drea. Wow. And you think she's going to do this with her famous Brad Reese-like strategy? Yeah, a lot of running and hiding. Uh, <laughs> a lot of very wild eyes. Uh yeah, I think she's an unstoppable Brad Reese force of nature. <laughs> um, Honestly, I, I was doubting it until uh, until the Brad Reese was brought up again, and now I buy it. My winner pick is Mike Turner. 
<laughs> I, I'm gonna do it. I don't give a shit. I, oh, I thought you were gonna pick high. Yeah, I got no. I wanted to pick someone on my team, and then he took Drea. So, so well, now it's now. I mean, now we all turn. took from each other's teams. You yeah. could, and now Ryan has the only one team without yeah. a winner. That's well, pretty. Now, that's now pretty my, rude. Now my my team is looking pretty good. Two winner picks on my team. I <laughs> I think I've got a team with four winners. Yeah, underestimated. Four real winning personalities. Hey, you know, like it could I be forget a- everyone who's on your team except for Roxroy. <laughs> <laughs> I am rocking with Jenny and Omar and oh, Chanel right. as well. Yeah, yeah. I feel good about my chances of winning the draft. Well, <laughs> to all our new listeners, welcome. Thank you so much for coming. And to Ryan and uh, uh, Chris, thank you for coming on the podcast. Yeah, thank you very much. Thanks. Uh, yeah. Uh, friggin. Uh, yeah. I, and to I, all our, our returning listeners as well. Also, thank you. Not I, just to the new people. I do want to say, too, before we leave, because I don't want to leave completely on this note, that Lydia was on my list and was considered to be on my team. So I, I don't want to like, completely. Yeah, I, was I don't want to. A little mean to Lydia. She seems like a nice person, but uh, I just. Her, her vacuum thing, I don't know. It's got to be a joke. If it isn't a joke. Well, she's a comedian. That's true. No, she's not. Anyway, do I seem like a total dick for keep saying You do. Bit? You do. Yeah. <laughs> it's you're always bit. like, man, Cody, why are you so mean? And Cody makes like one lighthearted joke. And you're like, ah, oh, Cody. And then you're like, this person, I hate them as a person. Everything they stand for and hope to achieve, it, it's not going to happen. I dislike them. <laughs> you, you're the uh, living embodiment of Cody's hate mail. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah i don't know it just it, certain things set me off and i'm sorry i'm sorry it's it's a bit it honestly is a bit no i and don't think it is it's it, uh... I'll, say, I'll say this i'll say this all the all the pregame stuff goes right out the fucking window as soon as the show starts because i will what's canon to me is what the show shows me and all the pregame stuff didn't happen on the island so um I'm I'm willing to be surprised by everyone we talked about today, and I'm willing to be disappointed by everyone we talked about today. And uh, because I, my feelings about everyone goes out the window, and I watch it fresh, like a new viewer, like it's the first time I ever watched the show. Um, well, two people that didn't disappoint was our guest today, Chris and Ryan. Thank you so much for coming on. If you want to follow the podcast, we got all the links to that in the description as well. I want to thank our logo designer, Nick Etherton. Um, who keeps our logos up to date, and I'm sure he'll have a new one with us once the colors are more definitive of this season. Of 42. Thank you, Nick. Mm -hmm. Um, All right, everybody. Thanks so much for listening, and we love you, and goodbye. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe. Bye-bye.